Hi friends. So if you hear a click clack click clack throughout this entire freaking episode, that's the dryer uh, doing laundry and we didn't realize it while recording because it's just, it's real life, it's happening, it's dryers running all the time. Uh, but upon listening back and editing, it can grate on your nerves. Um, so sorry about that. And uh, please don't unsubscribe. Please don't unfollow. Please don't cancel your Patreon. Uh, so if it's annoying, just skip to the next episode or whatever. Um, and if it isn't, well, then we never had this conversation. This conversation never happened. Okay, bye. And that oop? No. Close that window, it's cold. <laughs> Pivot, tits. Freezing. Oh, we're doing this? You're not communicating with. Oh, you're so warm. <sighs> yeah. Real man. And that oop. Hi, darling. Hi, honey. So we put up our tree. It's November 12th. We put it up November 9th. I felt it was too early, but you were an eager beaver. I was. I wanted to wait till November 16th. That's so late in the month. Yeah. Well, we've done the day after Halloween. Too much. <laughs> too much. You're always playing Christmas music. Yeah, Sometimes that's late true. October you start. That's true. Yeah. I've been listening to Wham Christmas on repeat. Um, but I felt like November 9th was too early and I wanted to do it. I actually wanted to do it uh, November 19th when we get back from visiting my mom in San Diego. But it's a Sunday and I, I want to do it at nighttime. And Sunday nights are for Sunday scaries. Think about uh the pointlessness of all this mundanity that is life. Uh, but I'm glad it's up. It's, oh, I'm so glad. It's beautiful. It's a good time. Uh, Luna suggested slash insisted that we go with uh, white lights and then blue uh, ball ornaments. I think it was a right move. It looks cool, clean, crisp. I used to be a rainbow color guy. <laughs> Because I was eight years old. I was a child. No, I still love the color lights. Yeah. They're, they're a good time. But uh, now that I'm old, I I like the low-key simplicity. Uh, it's not so busy. It's not chaos. Yeah. Of uh, the, just the white lights. It's understated. It's chill. I like it. Um, I see here in my notes, honey, that you uh, defaced public property uh, can you tell the story? And if you're going to cry, please talk into the microphone. I'm going to cry. I'm going to laugh. Um, we got a library book, Britney Spears' new memoir. Yes. Which is fantastic. Excellent book. And I think we're the first people to ever read this book. It's brand new. Yeah. I was like first person on the waiting list to get this 
highly been, anticipated memoir. We've been on the waiting list for seven months or something. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And there were 200 people after us. Okay. We all like trash. It's in- so as I was reading the book, we debated or talked about maybe reviewing it or potting about it. So yeah. I was putting post-it notes in the pages as I read it. Right. And I had so many post-it notes. Yeah. Um, but then for whatever reason, I, I, I decided to take them out. Yeah. So I was taking out, removing the post-it notes, and I hastily ripped one out and Rip. ripped a page of the brand new book yeah. as I was taking that out. Yeah. And I gasped. <laughs> <laughs> what I ended up doing is I taped it. It looks really nice, my, my, uh, my fix. Yeah. I taped it with that like nice clear tape. Your plastic, That's for gift. <laughs> it's like plastic gift wrap. surgery. <laughs> um, and I did a good job, but uh, it's uh, it's noticeable, of course. Yeah. And my my debate is: Do I report what I did to the library, or do mm. I just return it and hope nobody says anything? The latter. The latter. Uh, well, we we get library books all the time, and. There are weird stains, oh. and there are there's writing in the <laughs> margins on the pages. There's rip pages. Uh, there's it, it can be scary. Yeah, what you come yeah, across. <laughs> yeah, like this is is this wine or blood or, <laughs> or what is this? Um, Sometimes there's a like squished dead bug in between some pages. Wow. Oh yeah. Yikes. Um, I would say no, since it's a minor minor cosmetic surgery you performed, uh, it's perfectly fine, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, but so the Britney book, we loved it. Oh yeah, it was great. It it's you can very much hear it. It's Britney's voice. It's so yeah. It so hasn't been voice. like polished and super over edited right. and it, refined. It could have been polished and a little refined here <laughs> and there. She goes on some odd tangents, but it's never too long. And uh, first of all, uh, one page prologue. Okay, get out of here with your ten page prologues. Um, Quick, easy, breezy read. Oh, yeah. Right. You, you read it in her voice, and it just goes by. It's, it's the summer beach read of the season. Um, but uh, I've I've loved it. Um, I haven't loved a sub- celebrity memoir since uh, the Jessica Simpson tell Oh, another fantastic. Yeah. We love we love celebrity gossip. We, uh, yes. We, we talk about it. We laugh at it. We don't take any of it seriously. It's all stupid, but it's it's a good time. And for like for the NFL fans who there's too much Taylor. You're talking about Taylor. You're showing Taylor. Give me more Taylor. Give me, give, give me, me more. more. Give me more. Brittany uh, Brittany claimed to like that song. She claimed to like the song with Madonna. Um, she said Blackout is her best album. Okay. Oh, I I have what might be a controversial take. Yes, I think people are being too hard on Justin Timberlake. Yeah, well, uh, yeah. I okay, Carrie Lewis. He was like he was a douchey twenty year old boyfriend. Yeah, but he, he was pretty typical. Like yeah. there was nothing standout about his behavior, and we all know he's kind of a a crappy guy in general. Yeah, like well, I mean, he had the I've, world at his. Uh, at his feet, and uh, he was rich and famous at a super young age, and he acted like a prick. Um, I, I just, I think the uh, the outrage of Justin Timberlake, yeah, 
is overshadowing where the outrage should be directed, which is at Britney's dad and oh, yes. Kevin Federline. Like, yes. Those are the two big douchebag villains of the book yes. and of her life. Yes. And I think people are focusing too much on Justin. He was just a typical young guy. Right. Like there, there's nothing right. surprising under the, or Under horrifying. the microscope of the world. Yeah. Um, yeah. K-Fed, uh, he was terrible. Well, he had two kids or he had a baby and a baby on the way when he met Brittany. Brittany didn't find out about it till a few months later. Yeah. And he never saw those kids. Um, when Cavehead started rapping, Popo Zhao, okay, hit of the century. Um, suddenly, Cavehead's manager well, used to be on Britney's team. Cavehead's security was used to be Britney's security. Like the people, uh, the men, the bodyguards who were at her house were now Cavehead's security. And she talks about she's lugging these kids around. Cavehead is in studios and smoking pot and getting drunk and probably having sex with the rando women and they're married and she's carrying around these babies, trying to see him, trying to spend time with him. And on numerous occasions, she goes to a studio or a music video shoot or uh, her house. Cause she had to move out. Um, and the security who formerly protected her was like, you can't come in. That was like huge head turner. Like, wow. Yeah, Ke- Kevin Federline like abandoned her shortly after they got married. Yeah, practically, very and quickly was MIA a lot of the time. Yeah, and then after a while, decided he wants full custody of the kids. Yeah, so starts keeping the kids more and more. Yeah, it's just I don't know. Sad. He was terrible. Yeah, bad husband. And then I think he played a role in her not being able to see her kids as much as she should have as yeah. time went on. Yeah, and she goes through the book and her life she's like i'm a good person i tried my best i treated people well but you really she really tears the lid off of like you need to have some savvy some media savvy you need to have a team you need to have have, uh, publicists and pr and agents who are really working the story because like with the justin timberlake thing cry me a river video came out and she was seen as the, the gal who cheated on him um, he really won that battle, the the, the message, the, the the sort of uh, agenda. The he he won the side of the people and the media, um, and she she went to on tour shortly after, and her tour was sexual and dirty and sweaty and raw. That was her way of putting herself out there and getting about that back out there. But there's nothing like a a hit song that will. Uh, alleviate the masses or get the people on your side. Crimea River was a massive hit. Even KFED, KFED didn't want to break up or the the people between them were like, Kevin Kevin wants to get a divorce. uh, So you should do it first. And so she did. And then there was just a wave of publicity and uh, just idiot media coverage saying, Oh, she's breaking up the family and look, she's not, she's losing her, She's losing her mind, but you really need to have like. And she also had to pay his court fees or something because of the way that she filed first for divorce. Anyway, it just was totally not in her best interest to do that. You you really need to have like a coherent strategy and a plan um, to navigate the messy waters of uh, 
being a big time yeah. celebrity. Uh, another thing is that the baby one more time video, which she's a schoolgirl and it's part of a pop pop culture um, history. Uh, the uh, The original pitch was it was going to be like she was going to be an astronaut. It was going to be space themed on a planet, uh, astronauts, NASA, space shuttle, all this stuff. And I, I, I like that concept. I mean, I could dig that concept, but really, I mean, the schoolgirl, the outfit, dancing in the hallway, the lockers, um, the basketball. She that was all her. That was all her idea. Yeah, her vision. Yeah, from uh, from top to bottom, start to finish. It just shows you that she's really good aesthetic. She's not a great singer, to be honest. She's great at like uh, when it comes to choreography and um, like having a vision for a video or a tour and putting yeah. it together. Yeah. She knows what people are going to like. But yeah, main thing she reflected on now looking back over her career is she. she's always saying in the book she didn't know how to play the game. Right. She didn't know how to play the celebrity game and right. she never had people working for her who right. were good and keeping keeping yeah. her best interests yeah. forward. Yeah. She just thought I'm I'm a nice person. I treat people well, so I'll go along and I'll get along and I'll be fine. But there was so much more swirling around her. Um and uh one thing that is that uh, her two kids, her and K Fed, they were still together. Um one thing that they talked about was the paparazzi are just nuts they're so freaking bloodthirsty uh they'll stop at nothing and so uh just swarms and masses um confrontations and so at one point they were covering their son's heads babies when they were babies um and they really had to figure out okay you want to cover the face so the paparazzis don't get pictures but you know you want the kid to breathe obviously the baby's just in there the baby doesn't know what's going on um, so you have to like position the blanket properly, perfectly to cover their face, but so they could uh, breathe in oxygen. I just thought that was mind blowing. I couldn't imagine um, going through that. Uh, but yeah, the 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 overarching message, and I just I read up to the conservatorship. So how I read celebrity memoirs is I skip the childhood part because I don't care. Wait, wait, I was unpopular. No one liked me. Uh, skip straight to, in this case, Max Martin. And then I stopped at the conservatorship. Uh, I, I feel bad, Brittany, but I, I don't care. It's such a short book. I think it's yeah. 200 pages. So you, Yeah, I got about 50 pages left. I read it beginning to end, and I thought the yeah. whole thing was entertaining yeah. and riveting. And nothing very surprising in, in the conservatorship. Yeah. conservatorship. Yeah. Because we've already learned a lot of those details, but it was still good to hear her talk about it in her own words and from her own perspective. Yeah. And you really did get more of a sense of what a, essentially a prisoner she was for 13 years Yeah, and how she had zero control You down to what she ate and drank and when she slept and where she went. Yeah. Like you said, Justin gets the majority of the headlines because he's a huge pop star. Yeah. Uh, but KFED is terrible. And her dad, Jamie. Her dad is a monster. It's terrible. When they go to uh, rehab, they, she goes to rehab for the betterment of her kids and to look good in front of the court and all that stuff. And she goes to uh, rehab. Her dad's sitting there waiting when she arrives. And they sit three picnic tables apart. I'm not sure. She didn't explain what was going on, but that's how it, um, that's what happened. So she's sitting 
whatever, 15 feet away from her dad. And her dad says, you're a disgrace. And I thought, oh, that's messed up, dude. That's like the dad is an idiot. The mom, Lynn, complicit. Yeah. Maybe not as evil, but. Complicit for sure. And benefiting from it. Yeah. Yeah. And then the dad's uh, team, lawyers, uh, Hollywood power players. Yeah. They just, they used her for money and fame. And uh, it's, it's sad. A quote from her dad when they were in a room and when the conservatorship was first being implemented. Yeah. He was telling Britney, and he said, I'm Britney Spears now. <laughs> Chilling. She just lost all all her free agency. And yeah. the, her kids were constantly dangled in front of her Yeah. Um, throughout the entire conservatorship. If you want to see your kids, you have to do this. And if yeah. she didn't comply, her kids were kept from her, or she was sent against her will to a rehab facility. Um yeah. It's just really bad. I'm glad she's out of that. And when she flipped out, she shaved her head to be like, F you. My, she goes into like how women are sexualized and all, all men love long hair, which, okay, I get it. But um, but she, her shaving her head was just a big like, dude, I've been playing the pretty uh, over-sexualized young lady for a decade and I'm I'm over it. Uh, and then when she flips out with the umbrella, she took an umbrella and <laughs> hit a paparazzi's car with it. Um, you, when when she writes about it, you really get the sense of she was at her wit's end and the paparazzi just would not let up. I think that was outside Kevin's house. Yeah. And she hadn't seen the kids, her babies in two months. Yeah. She went over there numerous times and her, Kevin's security, formerly her security was like, no, you can't go in. We're not going to let you in. Um, and she just flipped the heck out. Yeah, I would too. Yeah. Yeah. So we got Len a new phone today. Uh, he broke his first phone. Now, his first phone was hecka cracked, but it still worked for several months. Uh, it's a testament to like the Gorilla Glass or whatever that, because I've broke, I've cracked, have cr- had cracked screens before and they're perfectly fine. It, you you don't get shards of glass. Yeah, how do they not cut your finger? I don't know. It's, is the crack like on the inside of the lens? I have no idea. It's it's mind blowing. It's science, man, technology. Uh, but to to the point where uh, so he had a he had crack heck of cracks in the screen. But then the other day, like the screen literally had holes in it, unusable. So I gave him one of my old phones. He proceeded to drop that, and it became unusable like the day after. Uh, and then, so I gave him another old phone and I was like, okay, you're only on Wi-Fi now. Uh, let's, we're, we're going to work on getting you another phone. Uh, so we went to Metro PCS today in West Sac and like we got there like 1107, they opened at 11. So it was just right after they opened and two employees, one gal was dealing with the, another couple doing whatever, helping them with whatever. And then our gal, she had, she was having login problems. Like we've all been there (laughs) with with the, with the point of sale computer or whatever, um, to where she was on the phone with tech support for 20, (laughs) 25 minutes. I can't log in. Oh, you want me to use my phone? Oh, are you texting me a code? And it was just like, (laughs) and, and the, the couple in front of us, 
the uh, the other girls dealing with they were having their own issues they were there for a half hour or so it was just like us waiting for this girl to like get her login credentials that like she should have taken care of that either before work or off the sales floor because when when you're on the sales floor you got to be ready to go or else we're, we're all just standing around um yeah she was she was a weirdo music was really loud uh and she was hard to hear she was like chatting softly and that oop she was like suspicious of you yeah because i had knowledge i had not i come armed with knowledge i listen to leo laporte okay i know what's <laughs> crackalack and i know about the all the e-sims and all that crap um i pay attention and i knew what we were getting into um len wanted uh an iphone the cheapest iphone was 400 plus dollars and so, like, we went in with the intention of getting an iPhone SE, which is their starter model. It's small. Um, it's $100 if you start a new line or transfer from Verizon or whatever. But with what we were doing, adding them to your uh, your plan, $400 plus, an iPhone SE. And then the next one was an iPhone 11. So four models ago, the current one is iPhone 15. Also $400 plus. So we were like... Uh, uh, I mean, I, w- I want to get you an iPhone, Brew, but... Show me a phone for free. Right. What you got? Right. So we ended up getting him a Samsung Galaxy S23 FE uh, for about 100 bucks, uh, And it seems fine. One thing was that it was $100, but the tax was $50. And so I was pestering this young gal. And she was fine. She just... She was odd. She was weird. But I said, what's up with the $50 tax? Well, the $50 tax is for the MSRP of the of the phone, which is uh, $500 or $600. So they charge you the reg- regular tax, even though they absolutely he- heavily subsidize the cost uh, of the phone. Um, I think it's a fine phone. Lennox was uh, disappointed he didn't, he didn't get an iPhone. But we we don't have an iPhone. Me and you. We we go Motorola. I go uh, Moto G. I'm anti iPhone. I've been doing a. Okay. I just swap out SIM cards. I've been doing it for a decade or so, and I just get a Motorola. You get a fine phone for 150, 200 bucks. Throw in your SIM card. You might need to call your customer service to give them the IMEI number. Uh, but other than that, it's a grand old time. Um, so you ended up spending $270. Oh, and we got him a Mac Daddy OtterBox case, which cost 60 bucks. Because, like, you can get a case for any phone for $10-ish on Amazon. But uh, Len needs something rugged, something uh, something durable. So we got him, like, the Mac Daddy OtterBox case. 65 bucks. It'll be here Tuesday. Um, you're not letting him leave the house with the phone <laughs> right. until... Tuesday. Uh yeah, so sorry Lynn, but I don't, I don't understand how people buy their kids iPhones. I mean, they start at 400, they go up to 800 plus, close to 1000. And like Lynn wants an iPhone cuz majority of his friends have iPhones. Are all these parents spending 6 800 dollars on a phone every year, every 2 years? that's a grip dude well we're poor yeah so we're, we're poor we're off brand um but <laughs> no, uh, the, the phone we got him is good he yeah. it has a lot of features that he likes so 
He's fine with it. It's perfectly fine. Uh, so we should be heading down to San Diego in a couple of days, honey, to see my mom. Uh, although I'm not feeling great right now. I don't, I don't, if I'm the least bit sick, I'm not, gonna, we're not going to go. I'm not going to go. Um, cause my mom is old and I don't want her to get sick too. Plus we're supposed to see Jen Kwok's baby. Uh, and she said, could you wear a mask? Fine. Uh, but even with the mask and if I don't feel good. It's, it's too much. Yeah. Too much. It's yeah. going to be 32 degrees in Julian. We're flying down there, uh, partly for my mom's birthday, partly to spread more of my dad's ashes Ashes in Julian. It's about an hour east of San Diego. Uh, but I'm not feeling great right now. Uh, and yeah, I just don't want to risk it around a new baby, an old mom, <laughs> and Julian, which will be freaking freezing. Um, so we're we're working working that uh we have been drinking our beer because the original plan was for your parents to come stay here uh for a few days while we're down in san diego uh but we didn't want our fridge was like not a hundred percent percolating <laughs> with beer but there was a lot of beer in there and that oop so yeah we, we don't want uh liz and alan to think to know the truth <laughs> that we're alcoholics. Just kidding. Uh, but we, we've been, been, we drank two days, two nights in yes. a row. Yes. That's a lot for us. We still have a lot. I know. We do. But I mean, it is what it is. Yeah. They're going to see our, our beer collection. Yeah. Our beer collection. <laughs> yeah. So uh, don't be nipping at my hooch, Alan Fisher. And that oop. <sighs> I'll record this. Mm. And that oop. My mom wants me. My mom wants us to take COVID tests. I want us to take COVID tests too. Yeah, yeah. So that's another factor. Might cancel. Um, we definitely can get not a refund through Southwest, uh, but we can get credit. Uh, Julian Hotel. Not so sure. I think it just depends on the contact them uh but right now i don't know it's not looking great we'll see how i feel yeah we might have to put this off see how for I a feel. month or two yeah tomorrow okay why are we done honey yes honey okay we're done thank you for listening that's the end of the program it's been fun but not really so i'll try a little harder next time like comment subscribe follow review and rate or don't do whatever you want you're a grown-up Make your own decisions. Do what's best for your family. Please be sure to use our promo code for Britney's book. We don't have <laughs> a promo code for Britney's book. Goodbye, my parasocial podcast friends. I love you, my wife, and I love you. We hope you have a good day today and tomorrow. And sure. I may have ripped a page in a brand new library book oh, yeah. and then shoddily taped it back together. Yeah, the next person's going to be. Oh, the person who had this, <laughs> check this out. You know, respect the literary word. Uh, but I'm still a good person. Yeah. When I was in seventh grade, I returned library books to our school library. They had the little slot, just slide it in there. Um, some jerk off <laughs> kid put um, ketchup and mustard in the slot. Ew. And I didn't notice that. 
until I put the book in. Oh. And I was like, oh, no. And then they sent me a bill <laughs> for 16 bucks a few months later. I never paid it. It's probably still an outstanding bill. <laughs> it's like uh, how I owe $100 to Columbia House and BMG Music. Um, but I think I think it'll be fine. But you're not going to tell them, honey? No. no, I'm not going to tell them. Okay. But if they catch me, I'll pay the bill. Your secret's safe with me. <laughs> uh, thank you for listening. Thank you for your time. Thank you for caring. I hope you have a wonderful day slash night. Aw, ball, ball.